Okay, good evening everyone. Uh, my name is Kelly Kinusia. I'm Miss Autism Kenya 2018. I am glad to be part of this forum and I look forward to engaging con an engaging conversation and creation of awareness on how best we can include uh, persons living with disabilities. Thank you. Thank you, Kelly, Kevin, and I'm Satatu Dennis from KU. Pleasure to be here. Thank you. Cheryl. Okay, hello everyone. My name is Cheryl Okumu. I am the co-founder of NetPlus and project coordinator. Very glad to have you guys take your time to join us and be a part of this. I'm looking forward to this and many more delightful sessions. Okay, thanks guys for the introduction. So I'm Magero Ann. I am a law student at the Kenya School of Law and I am also a volunteer with NetPlus Kenya. So again, for this evening, um, the topic is inclusion and access for persons differently able. At least I'm thankful that the panelists we have for to directly relate with the, with the topic. So without further ado, we'll just go straight to the discussion. And generally speaking, maybe we can start with Kelly again. What does inclusion and access for persons with disabilities look like? When we, when we hear the word inclusion, what exactly are we talking about? Lost Kelly. Okay, so Kevin, um, I'll, I'll just repeat the question for you. What does inclusion and access for persons with disabilities look like in terms of explaining further the topic that does it mean for you? Okay, thank you so much. Uh, once more, um, I'm Satatu Dennis and uh, when we talk about the the inclusion and accessibility for persons uh, living with a disability or the or, or pwd here we are we are uh, we are talking about the the environment that can accommodate the environment that can give that person uh, persons live, living with a disability a full concentration or a full ability for him or her to concentrate or participate or take part in the daily activities for example here when we talk of uh, inclusion we are talking uh, we are talking about the the for example the infrastructures uh, the buildings uh for example the 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 employment education sectors the the medical sectors here we are talking about, we are talking about the different uh, sectors that if they can be modified if they can be ma made in a such a way that can accommodate these people can give chance to these persons living with disabilities for them to for them to participate for them to take part i think that's what it means by the word inclusion and accessibility and by the way there is no way we can talk about the accessibility if there is no inclusion. I thank you so much for that response. And just a follow-up question for that. Um, speaking on 
you've mentioned inclusion touching on various aspects for individuals living with disabilities so now narrowing down the question further in terms of education we now have uh, cbc so what what is your view on cbc and education for persons with disabilities now more specifically looking at children obviously do you feel that that form of education system has incorporated children living with disabilities in and uh, sorry let me just add more to that does it achieve adequate and basic education for children with disabilities Thank you so much, Anne. Uh, Anne, before we talk about the CBC, first and foremost, let's talk about the, the integration. Has the government, uh, does the government really care for these persons living with disabilities? Yeah, and, and more specifically, in the regular sectors, for example, if there if there is a class, is that is that a class that can accommodate this person uh, living with disability? Can that class has a, a uh, can that class has a ram that can uh, enable that person who, who normally use a wheelchair, that person who normally use a, a crutch for sorry a crutch for him or her to enter in, to enter in, into that class? Talk about the the desk. Can the desk accommodate this person? Can can the environment that the school has accommodate this person living with disability? For so for the CBC to succeed, for the current or for the for the new proposed uh, for the new proposed curriculum, for it to succeed, there must be an integration. And the, the integration cannot sorry the CBC cannot succeed if the integration itself is yet to succeed in those uh, in those schools okay fine the new the new curriculum gives the the learner a chance for him or her but uh, to take part in the activities where him or uh, where uh, where him or uh, sorry the the new curriculum gives a chance these learners with the with the different abilities as far as the learning is concerned if he or she has a talent in music can participate in in, uh, in music if he or she has a talent in games or games and sporting can take uh, can uh, can take his or her full concentration in that particular in that particular uh, uh, side but first and foremost the integration in those schools must take place Kevin, you are you still there or you are done with your points i'm there i'm there i'm done oh. with my my explanations okay so now um kelly welcome back <laughs> kelly are you there yes i am um i i hope you've just to to get of what satatu has said i posed to him was the education system in terms of incorporating children with with uh, living with disabilities more specifically the cbc has it taken into consideration children living with disabilities and i like what satatu has said in terms of 
integration that okay maybe in a way it may have it may have accommodated them but there's still more which can be done and now my question to you is what is that exactly which can be done now deviating from education but now generally in terms of inclusion for persons with disabilities what more can government do what more can ngos do what more can civil society groups do to include persons with disabilities okay the question is for me and yes it is for you okay so i'll say first and foremost uh before we even think about what um other organizations or other bodies could do it's more of more what could persons with disabilities do because again if uh we just put it that it's only the government it's only the ngos that have a part to play in this then we will be so wrong so it's what uh persons with disabilities could do and how best they could stand out so that they are also noticed by these other bodies in terms of what can uh the society do it's more of ending stigma ending shaming of persons with disabilities and also including them in everything they do knowing that yes they are differently able but that does not mean that they are disabled they can do something else better than what you can do so it's appreciating their differences and knowing that uh give them a chance if we are having a community thing where we are uh for example cleaning the estate let them clean as well they want to feel included they don't want to feel like you're treating them like they cannot be able to clean also for the government it's just to enhance uh whatever they have uh written for example in the constitution having more leaders uh identifying persons with disabilities and empowering them so that they are able to showcase their different abilities most of the times uh when you talk about empowerment people always do it as it's all about money and i think it's not about the money it's about the opportunities that you give these people uh for example uh the constitution makes it clear that persons with disabilities should be treated with dignity and respect and also they should access education institutions and facilities and also reasonable access to all places whether public transport and information i'll give an example for example i use the train in the morning and there's this section that is set up for like persons with disabilities where they can sit and there's also a space where they can put their wheelchair or in case they have any special equipment that they have to go with but then again you just find people there people who are they're okay but they're there as you said unapologetically but then again you see uh you really can't force people to do uh what you want them to do you can just show them that you they need to appreciate persons living with disabilities and this is another the government could come in if the government was strict in that part of the train that if you don't have a disability then you're not you cannot occupy that space then it could make people with persons with disabilities feel more included and they'll feel that they're more appreciated and also they have a segregated space so uh, i'll say that the that the government should empower 
persons with disabilities and not financially only it's by exposing them to opportunities giving them opportunities and, and also enabling enabling them to also represent the country maybe in different um areas of leadership because these people are able only that they're able in a different way so also for institutions um i feel that institutions should make um, person uh, should make uh, uh, places or spaces that are more uh, disability friendly uh, in a way that everyone feels included not that you go to an institution and find they only have staircases they don't have rails for persons with disabilities so um, i think it's more of if we create more awareness and if persons with disabilities are well uh, refuse to be uh pressed down they're able to come up and say this is how we are this is what we can do if we all do that uh we will all be in a better position to empower persons living with disabilities and that way we will achieve um a great uh, society that knows no this uh, that despises no one and that uh there no there's no stigma going around or any shaming yes i think that's what i have to say um that is such an elaborate response and i'm just i like about um persons with disabilities learning to to take initiative to address their own needs and so now my follow-up question will be in what ways can you advise um persons living with disabilities to own their space because now i mean we cannot again the way you've just said we cannot rely on the government on everything sometimes we you know if we have to we have to learn and take initiative so in what ways can 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 these people own own their space and secondly are there any initiatives which you know owned by or run by persons living with disabilities yeah maybe you could answer those two okay so uh when you talk about what ways persons with disabilities can own their own can own their space first of all is um boosting their confidence level if for example uh let's say i am uh, i am i'm selling something if i don't show confidence in what i'm selling then you as a buyer won't have confidence in what i'm selling but if i'm so confident and so sure about what i'm selling then you as a buyer you'll have that confidence you'll carry that confidence with you even when you're purchasing something from me same case applies you have we all, we all have to be confident first of all secondly don't let anyone despise you don't let anyone uh maybe say something wrong to you and you just let them go get away with it you know it's good to tell them no you didn't please me because you said this and this next time say this and this it's all about calling out people who do the wrong things especially who maybe could come off as insulting to persons living with disabilities the same thing uh if uh you believe that you have a different ability and you're ready to show it to the world even if they don't adapt at that point at some point they will accept what you do and they will start appreciating the difference uh in you so it's all about being confident 
believing in yourself and being able to put yourself out there you don't have to be a celebrity for people for you to own your space you you only have to show the people around you that yes i'm differently abled and you should not treat me any less because i'm differently abled same thing i can do this and this even if i cannot be able for example to reach for something up there i can help down here so it's all about placing yourself where you best fit uh if someone for example uh you go to an event you find for example there's there are people who are deaf and there's no assigned language person maybe you could suggest to the organizers of the event uh, maybe next time include this and this and that is how uh, you create your own space uh slowly by slowly and at the end of it all you find that people now are adapting uh cultures that are accommodating everyone so creating our own spaces doesn't come from any out any outside force it's all about us if we rise and if we say you know what i as kelly i'm differently able in this way then it's time you guys respected me and this is what i can do and then another person comes up like that like that like that you'll find that we have created a very strong foundation and we have changed the mindset of the society the society now knows even a small child knows oh she's differently able and she can do this and this but now uh, most of the times you find that the society is like ah no that person ah she can't do this and this you find that they focus on what someone cannot do instead of what you can do and so it's upon each and every one of us to show the society what you can do and what you're capable of and showing them them that you don't have any doubt in terms of what you could achieve and at the end of it all even if they may not support you instantly trust me with time they'll keep getting better and better and they'll keep now wanting to know how can we plug in and now this is uh, the same place where now the institutions will start noticing you they'll start noticing what you're doing they'll start noticing that you're confident and slowly by slowly you find that you bloom and you bloom in whatever you're doing so about that's all i'll say about creating your own space yes thank you kelly now sata to um just listening to what kelly has already said in terms of learning to boost your confidence learning to you know just being very bold and accepting you as you are so that life can on for you as a person living with disability now my question is do you well that's very good a very good insight into dealing issue but now i'm wondering where society gone wrong in terms of addressing the needs of persons with disabilities because you know we cannot have everybody being miss autism like kelly we cannot have everybody um learning to to grow their self esteem learning to grow their confidence as others have already done so in a way we also need the help of society to create this environment for persons living with disabilities so where did we go where did we go wrong simply as society in 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 taking care of persons with disabilities in terms of cushioning them against issues like stigma where did we fall short uh and it is very sometimes it is very important to put in mind that in, in the society that we 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 exist 
majority majority of these people the what they normally can concentrate uh, concentrate on what they normally put their uh, energy is disability on us instead of seeing disability in us and it is very sometimes uh, interesting you will find that most of them uh, they cannot even they cannot even understand what disability mean they cannot they cannot even uh, mean what this uh, simple uh, saying and proverb mean that uh, disability is not inability for example the attitude they have on us can can uh, can detect can even explain what what they what they have on us what they feel on us and what even they uh, they they think on us for example uh, there is what we call social support for for these people according to them as much as uh, sorry the moment they will discover that there is a disability that exists on you taking part in social uh, sh- social activities automatically you will be you, you will be you, you will you will be isolated you you will not be allowed even to take part in, and and uh, show your show your ability that you can do this you can uh, can uh, even do that what they see they see you as a person who cannot manage who cannot even bring a, a benefit bring even a change in a in 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 a, in a society so the the social support from from the community is very low and when there is a low social support from the community around us from the society that we are living then there is no way we can be given a platform there is no way we can be given a chance to show our ability to show our interest where we can also participate and take part in the activities that can bring can bring change in the in the world that we, we are existing today and let me tell you and uh the the more they continue to exclude us from uh, from the things that we can that we can participate that we can uh, even take part in the more some of us who already know their their rights who already know their their abilities uh will will continue sh- showing these people that even though you shortlisted us even though you ex- you, you you did not given us a chance to participate in the in the activities that you people who who consider themselves as not having disability we can we have also a way that we can show our ability uh, without without even your your efforts and there is there is one thing that i uh, that normally that normally drives me the moment you discover uh, the moment you discover yourself that you have ability in something kindly go ahead and do it and that that is what has been driving me all along you i remember very well when when uh, when i was uh, when i was in class 2 so at that at, the, at that particular time i was going to, uh, sorry i i had started uh, an academic journey without a wheelchair 
the distance from uh, from my home uh, from uh, from where I, I from where I I was staying to school daily people will start perceiving me as a person who cannot do anything people people will start talking very negative things about me saying a lot of words that hurts a lot but to me i said it i say i i all uh, sorry i viewed it as a a thing that cannot even uh, hinder my uh my attitude that i have towards education and that that is what has enabled me to be where i am today thank you so much and thank you kelly i mean sorry that tattoo and i admire what um how your attitude towards everything i mean clearly we are living in a very harsh society trying to imagine how harsh it can be for persons with disabilities and that is such a beautiful attitude and spirit to to live by and so still on you satatu and now shifting focus to legislation the existing laws we have in our country and more so even the ones governing persons with disabilities internationally um do you think that and now speaking from a point of view being a special needs educator and an advocate for persons with disabilities do you think that these laws or policies have adequately um solved the problem of inclusion and access for persons with disabilities have they in a way addressed the problem mm-hmm. uh, thank you so much Anne. currently the constitution uh, sorry in, in the constitution there is what we call uh, this act may uh, the act by the name sorry there's there's an act which that is in our in our in our current constitution the two or three act this act speaks very well that a person living with with a disability has rights for education has rights for everything and at the same time this act uh, directs us persons who are living with with a disability to form a council that will represent us a council for us persons living with disability for us to be to be registered for us to be recognized by the law so there is what we call national council for persons living with disability and uh, uh, truly, uh, truly speaking i'm a registered member i have their card and whenever i want to apply for anything i will have to acquire for a form attach everything that actually speaks up uh, that states about me uh, states about my nature of disability and through this council you will find that for anything to be done for you you have to attach that id you have to attach every, uh, the medical cover sorry the medical uh, assessment report so to me i will say that actually uh, the constitution has given us uh, has given us a chance and also 
the, the legislation in place has actually tried uh, in one way has tried to 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 solve some problems because you will find that now through the uh, the formation of the national council for persons with disability there's a recommendation that in every in every elective uh, elective posts there must sorry in every uh, political parties there must be a representation for persons living with disability so you will find that even in the in in the employment sectors there is what we call 5% for employment for employing persons living with a disability for uh, and whenever whenever there is anything that the government is offering like uh, like tenders like a project that the disabilities whereby in every in every opportunity there is a recognition in every in every sector there is a, a recognition like the one that i have given you the employing 5% by ensuring that there is an employment of 5% for persons living with disability there's a slot in the nation in the national assembly counter assemblies in the in the senate so currently the 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 institution sorry the constitution has given different uh, different institutions a chance whereby the person persons living with the disability are being recognized are being given a chance and in that in that way there is uh, there is some way of solving the problems and 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 the challenges that have been ex existing for a long time okay kevin thank you for that and now still building up on what satatu has already said um kelly in terms of employment um clearly these these they are laid down laid down policies and rules uh guiding matters employment for persons with disabilities created us on the five percent allocation well is this really practical in terms of persons living with disabilities searching for employment has there is is there a success rate like is that five percent allocation actually practical or is it just you know some theoretical some theoretical aspect of the rules how practical is that okay so i'll say um more companies are trying to adapt that i'll say we're not there yet but uh, more companies are trying to include persons living with disabilities in terms of their workforce. Uh, recently, I I actually loved, uh, for example, I'll mention uh, Safaricom. Safaricom put up a billboard of someone who is living with albinism. And I felt nice seeing such because now they're, they're focusing, they're shifting uh, the mentality that only people who are not differently abled uh, could appear in adverts or could be employed. So um, I'll say that companies are now shifting and they are appreciating that the differences in these people are not, um, are not in any way bad. They're only different in a nice way and uh, 
they need to be out there for them, uh, for everyone to know that, yes, they can also do what you can do. So I think the, the key is uh, key is to ensure that uh, everyone is... Uh, huh, okay, just a minute. My line of that is just interfered with. Okay, yeah. So key is to ensure that most companies are now including persons living with disabilities and treating them normally not treating them in any you know in any special way that they will feel that maybe they're not being uh, fully accommodated or maybe they are being treated so specially that they feel that other people are being treated nicely so i'll say we're not there yet but companies are trying and i'll encourage all companies to include persons living with disabilities in everything they do because these people have different ideas and these people are just like us only that they're differently able so we are not there yet but let's keep trying let's keep uh creating awareness and hoping that uh people in top positions will uh, realize the importance of including persons living with disabilities yes okay finally for you kelly as we wind up um is access to information for persons with disabilities for instance now that we've mentioned is there's actually a five percent allocation for persons with disabilities to employment um you know there's just a lot of information around persons living with disabilities do you think there's adequate access to information for them kelly maybe you could take that question yes i can uh hear you so i'll say persons with disabilities have the information only that uh, most of the time people hold back from uh, actually stepping up and it's not their fault it's 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 i wouldn't point a finger at anything that will cause that but i'll say that yes they have information yes they know they're supposed to be included and most of the times what lacks is the courage to actually uh, go for it and this is just an encouragement to persons living with disabilities go for it uh it might not make sense right now especially when you're starting small but if i do my part from where i am another person does their part another person does their part when we meet together that will be a force that we are a force to reckon with so i'll say that for now we have the information but then again the courage to take up the information and actually implement it is where sometimes we uh we lack or uh, we fall short in so just to encourage them it's go for it it might not make sense right now but just go for it also celebrate yourself you don't need anyone's validation you know you you are uh capable in your different areas in every capacity so just go for it and you don't need the world to recognize you you just need the society around you to embrace your abilities and embrace it and, and embrace that you're different and appreciate you for your difference so for me i'll say that and uh in as much as they know in as much as persons with disabilities have this information it's time to take it by the storm like go hard for what you believe in because the moment you do that uh 
you're able to even if you might fall it's it's there's a famous quote that goes aim for the sky even if you fall you'll you know you'll still be above it's the same thing i'll say aim for the sky and aim as high as you can and even if you don't get there you'll get near that to that place so that's all i'll say thank you kelly then now finally satatu um you know we can have this turn about matters affecting pwds we can suggest ideas we can suggest um simply what else can be done so for you what do you think before uh to further the conversation on inclusion and access for persons with disabilities kindly come up again okay so my question is in addition to what has already been in addition to all the suggestions and the we had for this conversation so what do you think can be done what is the way forward in order to further the conversation of inclusion and access for pwds uh thank you so much for that question uh first and foremost is to continue inviting those persons living with disability and even uh, you you can also uh invite those without disability and 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 uh, and for a fact all of us have disabilities but what but what makes us different is the degree of of uh, of severity so on that uh, for us to further de- uh, this con- uh, this uh, conversation and even make more uh, and even to make it more interesting uh, try to come up with a with a way with a with a way that uh, you can you, you can invite so and so that uh, that uh, that has disability and that person that uh, has no disability and i think uh, you can post for example that will give us a, a platform to even get some kind of uh, perception that these people without disability normally have on us so for example you can invite satatu and and you you invite fred and uh, and let's say fred has no disability and now satatu will have a chance to ask fred fred do you feel sympathy or do you do you feel something on me uh, on me uh, uh, on me that can even uh, change your attitude towards me than concentrating on the ability that you uh, that i might be having oh okay so um we would like to end the session at that i mean clearly a conversation which cannot end it's a wide topic there are many suggestions and initiatives which can come from this conversation but i guess for me my take home will to the, the the final statements that Atu has given in terms of just trying to interact more with PWDs and know where they are coming from so i think that is my that is my take home and to just encourage persons living with disabilities so now i would just like to hand over to Cheryl and uh, to, and 
Anne, 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 just, yes. just a request. And whenever, whenever there is such kind of conversation, please don't, don't forget Satat. I'm so interested in this. I will remember that. Thank you so much. <laughs> okay, thank you, Satatu, and thank you so much, Kelly, for joining us this evening. It was indeed such a pleasure to have you, and I've personally never interacted on such a level. So for me, it was, it was also a learning experience, and I'm grateful for it. Um, so continue inspiring others. Very encouraging to hear from you guys. So, Cheryl, Cheryl, if you're there, Maybe I am here. Okay, so now carry on. Thank you so much. We started really rocky, but that was an amazing session. It was such a blessing to hear the insights that you guys had to offer from your own experiences to the things that you've been able to acquire from your interactions. Thank you so much for enabling us to gain that knowledge. And we believe knowledge is the first step. Like, you know, now you have to get out there and be able to put it into practice. Thank you so much, Anne, for pushing yourself out of your comfort zone and being bold enough to do this. I was in a session earlier, and the theme was stepping out into greatness, and basically just encouraging us. It was for women, <laughs> but just across the board, that in the areas where we have previously been put down because of the things that society has deemed um, mundane or substandard, we're pushing ourselves out out of that cocoon of being because i'm female i can't do this because i'm young i can't do this because i'm differently able i can't do this and today the message is just to just to remind us again and again that you cannot step into greatness because god has gifted each and every one of us regardless of our age of our gender of the things that make us differently able so thank you so much for being a reinforcer of that message and um for just being able to take your time and share with us all of you across the board including Anne, for just being able to put this together and give us insight into inclusion and access so just to wind up um Thank you, Satatu, for sharing interest in these conversations. We'll definitely be doing them the last Saturday of every month. Um, we'll work on how to go about security so that more people can join in the conversation. And um, the whole goal is just to continue advocating. And the only way you can do advocacy is by talking about it so that you can all be change makers on the ground. It's really hard to change what you don't know. So the idea for us is just to create that knowledge, to open people's minds to the realities on the ground and how we can all actively make a difference in whatever capacity. So once more, thank you all so much. Um, on behalf of Radiators and NetPlus, um, the representative for Radiators was in another meeting, but uh, they were joining us by spirit. So thank you so much, guys. Uh, we'll close with a word of prayer and then we'll reconvene next time. So let's pray. Dear Lord, we come before your presence this time. We want to give you thanks and to glorify your name for the session that you've had, for all that you've been able to acquire, for the networks that you've made, for the insights that you've gotten. We believe and trust that all of them are inspired by you. And we thank you for Kelly, we thank you for Kevin, we thank you for Anne. Pray that you may bless them and all the endeavors that even as you continue to be change makers on the ground, that you guide and direct them. We love you and we thank you and we glorify your name, which is in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Amen.
Thank, Thank you so much, Sherry, for the opportunity. I'm sincerely grateful.